Right now, we will be interviewing Pumeza Tisile about TB advocacy. In 2010, Pumeza was diagnosed with XDR-TB and against all odds. She was cured in 2013, although she was left deaf. In 2015, she got a once-in-a-lifetime chance to hear again with cochlear implants. She is now a health activist student at UCT and an advocacy officer at TP Proof, an organization that advocates for high-quality TB prevention and care. Pumeza presented the first drug-resistant TB manifesto at the 67th World Health Assembly in Geneva, which she co-authored. And in 2014, she was awarded the male and the guardian 200 young South Africans in the category TR, TB activist. Welcome to the show, Pumeza. How are you today? Uh, thank you. I'm fine, thanks. And how are you? I'm also good. What was your experience like with TB? So at the time, I was young, not as young as you, but I was 19. And um, I was a first year student at a, another university called Cape Peninsula University of Technology. So I saw that I was not well. I'm not sure if you know TB, but I was not coughing. You know, the normal TB symptoms, I was not coughing. I was not sweating, just that I could uh, sort of like get tired easily while climbing the stairs. And um, so obviously I saw that I was not well. So I went to the doctor and the doctor, they checked for all common diseases. I'm not sure if you were, you know, like, like uh, high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes. They all came back negative, meaning I do not have TB uh, or, or they could not find what was wrong with me. So the doctor said that I must go to the public clinics, the clinics that you see at our locations. And then I was checked there for TB. And then again, they did not find anything. They didn't say that the results said that I did not have TB. So the doctors were worried. My sputum was negative, meaning it didn't have TB. But then after some time, they checked uh, through an X-ray, the thing that they put in the chest. And then from there, they told me that I have TB. So that is my small TB journey, but it's a long one. So I'm not sure if you are following through, but uh, yes, that's how I knew that I had TB. Can you tell us more about TB Proof and your role as an advocacy officer? So TB Proof is an organization that was started by uh, doctors, but then it grew. We also have, um, like myself, I'm not a doctor. People are actually affected by TB and uh and other people who are actually interested in TB. I think you're also interested in TB because you're interviewing me about TB. So yes, it's that organization. And now it has grown. We have also international um, members, uh, volunteers who are part of TB Proof. So for now, we are sort of like focusing on a project that deals with stigma, TB stigma. I mean, I'm not sure your knowledge on TB, but for instance, when when you when when people in the community just sort of like judge people who have TB, you know, it's and it's wrong to judge someone for having something that that they didn't sort of like call it upon themselves. I mean, TB is in the air; anyone can get TB. So yes, uh, TB proof. We are trying to do this study in Kailicha, whereby we are trying to understand where is stigma occurring and how we can sort of like help people who actually even children who have TB how to deal with the fact that they have TB. Why do you think it's important to raise awareness about TB? 
TB is a neglected disease. I mean, TB has been associated with many things like being dirty, being poor, being black, of which that's not true. Anyone who breathes can get TB, as in anyone, again, who breathes can get TB. So that's why it's important to talk about TB. And also, it doesn't affect only a certain group of people, anyone, anyone, I mean, anyone, doctors, I mean, even President Nelson Mandela at some stage had TB. So we are trying to emphasize that TB is a disease of people and that it can be cured and that there is medication to get cured, though it takes longer. And it's a neglected disease also because there is not, there is only one vaccine, which is only for children called PCG. And uh, instead of like compared it to the current, you know, coronavirus, which is COVID-19, whereby it has many vaccines compared to TB. And also TB medication is an old medication and very toxic to children, also to adults. So we are trying to advocate for change that, you know, people might sort of like, see that this TB thing is a problem and that it, uh, the policies that are there, the things that are there needs to change for the better for both children and also adults. Can you tell us more about the drug-resistant TB manifesto that you co-authored? So the manifesto I co-authored, I think it was in 2013, I'm not sure, year, but the manifesto was sort of like, it's just, it's just as I said, telling that we need new drugs, we need TB vaccines, we need uh, TB to be prioritized on the health agenda, we need people to know about TB, we need awareness, we need voices of people with TB to know, know what TB is. So I delivered this manifesto at the, there's a good thing called the World Health Assembly, which takes place in Geneva in Switzerland, so there are many different nations there. So um, I delivered this manifesto, I, I, it gave me a chance to speak as to why I was delivering this manifesto and it was well received by, you know, people who are, are in power to make the change. So yes, that is a drug resistant manifesto and some of the things from that manifesto have happened, like the, the treatment for drug resistant TB is sort of like improved compared to what I had to go through. And uh, so it was important to tell people that it is unacceptable that TB has no old drugs. So now we need new drugs, we need easier drugs, even for children. I mean, I've, I've heard stories whereby children could not even swallow tablets, you know, they have to grind the tablets. So now we need a sort of like syrup sort of thing for the children to be able to swallow the TB medication. So uh, yes, yes, that's it. This month is Women's Month. Do you have any message for the girls and women who are listening? So because I'm an advocacy uh, officer and also I had, I'm someone who actually had TB. But to the message of the girls and the women out there is that they should not be scared to sort of like voice their opinions, be it about health, be it about gender-based violence, any topic out there. I mean, I'm not sure if you know this phrase, but women have power to, to sort of like change. And in course, I think it's something like So yes, women should have should not be scared to, to step out in the world stage to say that this is wrong, it needs to change. Women and young girls, especially young girls, we need younger voices now so that they can be able to represent us in United Nations, you know, health assembly or whatever assembly that they are there. And uh, I can take the example that was actually uh, shared by uh, our previous Miss South Africa, also known as previous uh, Miss Universe, which was Vini Tunes, who's also a young woman. 
she sort of like encouraged young, specifically young women and young girls to be sort of like be at the center of everything, involved in everything that's happening. They have a voice, you know, to voice out their opinions on important topics that needed to change for everyone. So yes, that is my message. Is there anything else you would like to say? Um, no, I think I've covered everything, but for anyone out there who's actually who actually has TB now, they should know that TB is a curable disease. Yes, medication is a challenge, but good things that it is curable. And uh, TB proof, we need more voices of people actually cured by TB, younger voices, older voices, so they can always look out for TB proof on social media, usually around the world TB day. People share their stories there. So yes, thank you. Thank you, Pumeza, for the interview. It was very insightful. You are listening to RX Radio. For and by children. RX Radio. RX Radio rocks.